What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast on the planet. That's right. This is Food, Sex, Politics. With you, as always, your host, the beautiful, the sexy, the brilliant, the talented, Nicole Rodriguez. And backing her up, as always, because you know I like to watch her back it up. It's me, it's me, it's the D-A-B-E, your six-foot-two glass of cold brew, your food porn unicorn, your board lord, and Nicole, we're back at it again. We got the wheel ready to go. Where do you want to start? Whoa. This wheel... It is like a cup runneth over tonight. I don't know where we're going to start, but basically we can't go wrong. Do you hear that wheel spinning, Dave? Oh, oh my goodness. We got, we have a loaded wheel going. Wow, this wheel is locked and loaded. So... Give them, Dave, a little, give them a little sample of a couple of the things on yeah, Dave, I, I'm, I'm going to jump right into one because it's like a, it's it's a fun topic, whereas we have a lot of other timely sorted topics tonight. Um, imagine the United States was a scratch and sniff, right? Oh. And like every state, you could scratch it, you could sniff it and be like, hmm, that's really aroma of, you know, obviously you would sniff Iowa and it would smell like corn and Aunt Elizabeth's vagina probably, right? So those two things, maybe a little potato worked in, I'm not sure. Or maybe we leave that to Idaho. Um, I I digress. Um, So so you'd have like California and you'd have oranges or Georgia and peaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Like what does Texas smell like? Right now? (laughs) A lot of unbathed people and high electric bills. Right. So that's smelling like dirt and despair at the moment. Um, and whatever Ted Cruz's beard is made of. Is that is that a synthetic? It's, it's like a Merkin, right? Like the big yeah. cube. Like that's, that, that's exactly what I think his beard is. I think, I think it might be someone's pubes. Definitely. Like, like old pubes, like collected, like from multiple people. Cause there's like all sorts of like weird patchwork in there where like there's gray here and there, but not there and here. It's very odd. Like from multiple COVID victims from his state, maybe, or something I, like that? That sounds right. That sounds right. If they were a little more, if it was a little more like plush and youthful, I might say they were Marco Rubio's. I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> I doubt I, Marco Rubio has views. I don't think No, you're right. He's He's got to maintain a certain look for a certain. I don't know, lifestyle is just coming off. He's very boyish to me, yeah? He's very boy, yeah, he's very boyish. I feel like he probably maintains that a certain way down there. But if if you were going to scratch and sniff Pennsylvania, what would that that smell like? I feel like you would have like some whiz and maybe like some cheesesteak in there. And yeah, I feel like you would have maybe like some, that like cooked onions and pepper smell that just takes me home. Like, I feel like, I feel like that would be it. Do you think like there would be any... Maybe like a pretzel aroma. Yeah, but those you know, nice things. So, so you have to think the whole state is kind of the problem I'm having because I'm definitely narrowing down to Philly. Right. So, there's like that whole other part of the state. There's like Pittsburgh out there, and then there's like Northern Alabama, which is everything in between Pittsburgh and Philly. <laughs> you also- it it get it gets dicey. So I'm I'm just going to defer to the Philly area, and I'm going to stick with my pepper onions kind of thing. Or you could, or you could defer to Hershey, right? Like it's, there's nothing wrong with an entire state smelling like chocolate. Not a damn thing. Now, is that the first thing that comes to your mind when you think PA? No, because I think of Philadelphia first. But I'm just, I'm, I'm a big Philly fan, if you would. So I would think of all the fun smells of like Reading Terminal Market or mm. something, you know, something like that. Tasty Philly food memories. What state do you think would smell the best and what state do you think would smell the worst? Wow. Um, I, I mean, could a state smell worse than Jersey? No, <laughs> maybe Florida. I mean, it might smell like, you know, murder and crystal meth. And just because, and we've probably talked about this before and I'm, I'm sorry, because I know we have, we have actual listeners from Jersey who we love, but um, I have driven. Come on, admit it. I have driven through there and it does, it does smell like, like burning rubber and other (laughs) industrial chemicals at work. It's just what goes on. So I I think that's what, like, when I think Jersey smells, I'm not thinking like the beach. I'm thinking what I smell when I have to drive through New Jersey. Although someone might say like, oh, is that, would that be the smell if you scratch and sniff on New York? Cause does, you know, does driving through the Bronx smell much better? 
I was going to say where, so New York kind of has the same problem as PA, right? Like right away, you think Philly right away with New York. I'm not thinking like Buffalo wings. I'm thinking New York, <laughs> thinking like the Rubens. I'm thinking the hot dogs. I'm thinking stuff yes. like that. Yes. You know what? I think, I think a scratch and sniff that would somehow represent New York deli culture would be, would be totally spot on. Or even like New York pizza, like that, that works. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would work too. But I'm thinking like, it's like a scratch and I like your idea of the Reuben or like a really great hot dog. No, that absolutely works. What state would you say think would smell the best? Like right away, I'm thinking like Hawaii or California. Yes. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's gotta be Hawaii. Right. No, hundred percent. Like, oh, no, think of all like the awesome, like Hawaiian smells. Like it's all like floral and pineapple and coconutty and everything like that. That That's beautiful. I mean, even if we just take it down to a consumer level, what if it just smelled like Hawaiian punch? Like that wouldn't even be bad. Mm. That <laughs> Tahitian treat. I mean, that would be, that would be an upgrade for Jersey to just smell like the artificial version of hawaii you know like the man-made version of hawaii that would be good for them right like coconut oil or yeah something like that's that. like putting axe spray on new jersey right <laughs> that's like you're, the, that's you're like welcome. the equivalent but you're yeah, welcome. But I, think jersey, I think axe body spray so that works too <laughs> you know what this is this is all coming together <laughs> <laughs> i hope someone's listening what's their who's their governor murphy yeah phil murph hey yeah. Th- hey phil you shouldn't be spraying with DEET or whatever it is that they spray for West Nile virus and shit this summer. You should be spraying with Hawaiian Punch branded Axe. I, I think that got branded as just a Jersey thing. I like you can only people would be like coming from miles away to get that. Right, and and everybody from Jersey was oh, fuck you, it's ours. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody that wants your saltwater taffies or anything else, you assholes. You can have it. Oh, wait. Do you not like saltwater taffy? No, they're awful. <laughs> I fucking love saltwater taffy. But not from New Jersey, from Maryland. I hate saltwater taffies. <laughs> and it's like one thing, like anybody that, you know, hits the shore and comes back, they bring them and they like bring them to the office and you're like, oh, God, why? Well, it's got, it has to be, a, it has to be a good one. I'm going to look back and see what's like a good brand of them. I, I feel like there's some possibility for you to come around on that. But I'll tell you, there's, there's some good things about like, you know, you hit the Jersey shore and there's like the fudge shops and stuff, like some good candies and everything. Like there are solid things you can get, but I hate saltwater. I, j- I just saw somewhere on the shore, they're doing like Girl Scout themed donuts, like Girl Scout flavor donuts. Uh, like there's always something tasty coming out of there, but you know, there is the smell. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to take another spin of this wheel because you got to keep it going. Yeah. Cause otherwise we could, we could talk Jersey all day. Let's be, let's be perfectly honest. It's kind of, <laughs> and we actually managed thing. to see a couple of nice things. So you're welcome. Jersey. We did. Holy crap. Hey, well, we are going to keep things a bit North Eastern United States centric for a moment. Now, let me, let me ask you something. If, if you had an offer to play poker with Governor Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, would you take it? So I hear the Gov's a nice, uh, uh, good poker player, right? He's been trying to get some, uh, some strip poker going at the governor's mansion. Am I right? Yeah, I think this is uh, allegedly... A couple of years ago, there's there are allegations from one of his former aides that uh, he would make any excuse to touch her arm or her back and joke around that she looked like an ex-girlfriend of his and maybe jokingly, maybe jokingly suggested, we'll go back to that in a minute, maybe jokingly suggested that they should play game of strip poker. Um, You do. When when has the line, oh, you look like one of my exes, when has that ever worked for you? Have you ever tried that? Does that work? I've never used that line, but like hearing you say it, it, it it's like an automatic cringe. Like the Isn't gov just, it? the gov just can't catch a break. He he he's like Trump. He just keeps shooting himself in the dick, slamming his dick in the drawer. He just can't help himself. And but the other thing is, like this is this is a couple of years ago. I think this is 2018, and it's just coming out 
now i i wonder mm. like you know a d- did it really happen but and b like if it did happen i guess i don't think cuomo ever predicted the greatness that he would encounter in 2020 no i mean right? and like i said cuomo has the fact that he's made such a fucking mess of this is only his fault i mean he could have blamed trump up down left and right for everything that happened he could have said, but you know what he did? Did you hear the press conference where he like air quoted the experts and scientists? No. I was like, bad. what are you doing? Yeah, that's bad. That's he was just in a news conference and he you know, he, he was live on TV, but he still made a reference to that fact that he was air quoting in case you couldn't see him. But he air quoted experts and scientists. And then he said, Well, you know, I don't always believe them. And I'm like, Oh, oh Jesus. God, what are you saying? Oh boy. Like you, you're, you're making this so much worse. All you had to do was blame Trump and blame the lack of a federal response to it being kicked out to every state and not knowing everything. Look, the experts didn't know everything about the virus when it first came out. If you would have said that, that would have been reasonable. But to say, well, I don't trust the experts. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Now, do, do you think, where do you think he's playing a game of strip poker? Like, is that at the mansion or does he like go to his mom's basement in Queens to play that? I, no, I feel like it's a flex to bring the girl to the governor's mansion, right? That's got, yeah, that's got to be a huge flex. The flex, yeah, I mean, it's in Albany, but still. But also then I think you'd have to have gotten past Sandra Lee at the time. Oh, see that? see that that or maybe she doesn't care maybe she's making like the really like amazing um like finger foods for a game of poker like that's like that's like her thing the semi-homemade gourmet right right maybe she maybe she thought the boys were all coming over and she was upstairs fixing them a snack and the gov was downstairs and nothing but his boxers jeez that's, I can see the not easy things that like hold your socks up like those sock suspenders it's like sock garters yeah, oh you know what? I can see the gov wearing that. Oh my god. Totally, totally wearing the sock garters. What does the gov wear? Is he a boxer's brief or commando guy, do you think? I think he's I think he's probably like like an old-fashioned boxer's kind of a guy, no? I was gonna go with like boxer briefs. See, that would be my second thing, but I, I don't I don't know if he's like that modern. I feel like that's a little modern for him. Mm, that could be too. That could be too. Right. And like, he definitely still wears a wife beater. Oh, 100%. I'm sorry. I know we're not supposed to call him that anymore, but that's what we, that's what we call them. I'm sorry. You know, where's the wife beater with like the gold crucifix? <laughs> yeah. Cause underneath it all, that's, that's who he is. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah, define him. Take the Queens out of the boy. It doesn't define him, but it's part of, it's part of who he is. So he's wearing yeah, a wife. He's wearing a wife beater, but because he's because he's the governor and he keeps it classy, he's also wearing sock garters. Is that what we would call them, or are they sock suspenders? Uh, no, I think I, that that sounds so much more higher end. I would go with sock garters. I like sock, that. they. I believe they are. Oh boy, yes, sock garters. I could see so these right now. If you were playing the gov in strip poker, see, he would have too much to take off. Because I bet those sock garters count as a piece themselves. Those each one counts as a piece, and they can go. They can. <laughs> so apparently, they could buckle up to like the, the top of your boxers, or they can just go, you know, very sexily right under your kneecap and attach oh, to your. The ones I was thinking black socks. Yeah. See, I bet the Gov's playing the long game. I bet he wears them just so he like has something else to take off. <laughs> he counts the crucifix. He counts. <laughs> he counts each sock garter. I feel like he might wear some other jewelry too. <laughs> you know, hundred percent right. Like he'd be counting each cufflink, right? <laughs> like you'd be absolutely buck naked, and he's still he's still taking off cufflinks. right he he just got his suit jacket off yes (laughs) it's like you had no you have no shot in hell of staying dressed (laughs) if you're playing strip poker with governor cuomo the the governor knows what he's doing he's playing the long game but he he just cannot catch a break so so who is this woman that accused him this is one of his um this is one of his aides in 2018 Let's get a name on her. 
Is she like an intern? Are we talking like Clinton style or what are we talking? No, this is Lindsay Boylan, who I think has already made some claims previously. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, saying that he tried to kiss her. And how old is she? Is she younger than him? Same age? No, I think she's, I think she's younger. Uh, yeah but it sounds like you know the comment about the uh the the strip poker comment was in 2017 but and they were like sitting with other people they're sitting with a another press aide and a state trooper and i I don't know i i also no nicole is a beautiful a beautiful beautiful woman so nicole have you ever been approached to play strip poker just out of the blue no, I like like never in my <laughs> never in my entire life. I I mean, obviously Governor Cuomo has kind of like a different vibe to him. Like maybe like isn't that also like a weird thing to ask? Like, why don't you come over and play strip poker? Like what? <laughs> I, I I just I I just you know mind you like I've worked in bars and stuff and I've heard a lot of lines that never being one of them. It's an odd one. Like it's, it's very abstract. It's very, very abstract. So I, I, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm buying that, but also like, can you think back on, and we've probably talked about this a little bit when more like me too stuff was really raging. Like, can you just like look back on like your life before you were married and like, Maybe not in work situations with women, but like, like think about, think about, think, think about like every comment you might have passed. And, and there like, have been many. Yeah. And like, imagine just like, imagine like any of them coming back to bite you in the ass now. Like now, I mean, you're not Governor Cuomo, but still. But I've also not made them as governor. <laughs> There's that. There's. I will. I will. I will give you that. So I guess you're. I, I guess you're not allowed to even joke. Once you're a governor, I guess you're not even allowed to joke. But I, that's the thing. Was it a joke if he's already like tried to like make out with her and everything? I think the making out uh, attempt was supposedly after the strip poker. Oh. Event. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be like any more that kind of like jump on this. Like if he, like if he's a serial philanderer. Yeah, I don't, uh, let's, let's find out. I'm, I'm eager to see how this unfolds as I am with all Cuomo news in, in, um, but in adding to our sort of like Cuomo gift shop, maybe it's time for some Cuomo sock suspenders. Officially branded. Sock yeah. garters, officially branded Cuomo garters all right i'm gonna i'm gonna take a i'm gonna take another spin here are you ready yeah like we always do we are gonna bookmark governor cuomo because we're of course coming back to him because it's what we do yeah, well this is this is kind of a sad transition but I, I i guess we can i guess we can address it a little bit so we, we do as the wheel says we do as the wheel says and i think we've been really clear as of late like this is not nutrition sex politics we talk food sex politics right so we don't get nitty-gritty into nutrition topics once in a while with a guest um with a with a guest but we are we're food we're food fans and that's where that's where the fun is right and if you became a dietitian and you don't love food then that's I feel like that's even a little strange. Now, right? do you think that's the case a lot of the time? Like, do you think these people are in the industry because they love food, or do you think they get into the industry to police it? I don't. I don't know where. Uh, I don't know where the percentage would fall on those two. I would say it's more people who really love food. I want to. I want to believe that that it's more I, people. I yeah, that it's more people who love food. Um, so. Thursday, March 4th, 2021 is World Obesity Day. Just FYI. So how and do you celebrate World Obesity that's Day? What, so that's what, I, that's what I'm not quite clear on, but I, I guess this is a day, it's supposedly always on March 4th. I was unaware really, but it's 
to kind of like highlight different factors that contribute to high obesity rates. Oh, so we're not actually celebrating like fat people and like parading them around. No, I don't think there's any any kind of like par- I don't think there's any parade, but it is there is some focus on what we can all do to end the stigma. Um, you know, and and as usual, this is not news, but. United States has the highest obesity rates among all the nations of the world. So not second place. Not you know that's a I don't even know. I want to say it's the United Kingdom. That sounds right. Yeah, that would be that would be my guess there. But I think there I think there is there's a because you're you're active on social media, so you know there's a lot of conversation surrounding obesity and different I guess like kind of ideologies of like how do we treat people who uh have some like these conditions that can be a result or or a contributing factor and I I think like the best way I heard it framed recently I was I was on a session uh, about obesity this week like a two-hour webinar and it's like you wouldn't say you wouldn't say like if, if your parent had cancer, you wouldn't say like, oh, mom is cancer, right? You'd say mom has cancer. And the, the point was like, people aren't obese. They, they have obesity and like trying to like treat it as the disease that it is, as opposed to, as opposed to saying like, this is what I am. Like if you empower someone to say like, Hey, like this is, this is a, this is a disease. And there are a lot of factors that, that led to me being in this state, you know, there's the genetic factor and there's the uh, environmental factor, but there's, there's just like a factors in your brain chemistry and your hormones and everything else. So I think like empowering people to look at it, like, Hey, this is something I have, like maybe people would be more open to seeking different kinds of treatments for it. Does that make sense? That's, that's really interesting. It's just an interesting approach. It's, it's not anything I've ever heard before. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. I might've heard it like once or once or twice, but I think that's how we're maybe trying to talk about it moving forward. Cause obviously like it's um, like, it's, it's, that's a problem, right? Like we have a lot of money relatively speaking in this country, right? Like well, you'd think, you'd think maybe we'd be healthier. Biden's still holding on to our two thousand dollars, but yeah, right. There's a <laughs> give me my money, Joe. We've got we've we've got so much, but maybe I think they said maybe sometime in March, sometime after World Obesity Day, maybe maybe that'll happen. Right, I'm, so I'm going. It's kind of like the attitude towards obesity. The overall attitude is that it's a disease. Is it on like the same caliber? Like you would put like um a drug addict like they have a disease yeah no that's a that's a great question environmental is is it something within you more or less not not that it's a bad thing again i mean like i said about the drug people anybody addicted to drugs i don't see that as a moral failing i just see that as something about you like maybe an addictive personality or whatever right so i think it's putting it more on the level of like someone having hypertension or diabetes or something like that, like treating, treating it with the same, some of like the same interventions, like, okay, like, like, first of all, addressing it as a disease that you have. So you're not going to a clinician or working, you know, working with a healthcare provider and already feeling defensive because you're feeling shamed. Right. Um, Cause no one wants to go to a doctor and, and, and think that they're going to be made to feel worse about themselves. And I think that's, I think that's a problem. Isn't there also a point where you go to a doctor because the doctor tells you facts, like your weight is not healthy. We need to address this. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry you feel bad about that, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But I, um, we, we were listening to a, a, a doctor who's an endocrinologist and specialist in obesity. And I think it's more in the language of like, Hey, I, I don't know if, anyone's um told you this but like like uh, the, like the pain you're using an example like the pain you're having in your knees like yeah that's like like that can be really rough if we maybe 
took some different lifestyle approaches and you lost some weight, like you might feel better. And like, here's how we can custom tailor a program, you know, like we're going to try this dietary intervention, et cetera. But like, we can add on a, an actual like medicinal component. You can add a prescription component. Um, and like, you know, like kind of like thinking, like thinking long game, but. But wait, but wait a minute. So stop me completely cut me off if you have to here, but if I go to the doctor and I'm a smoker and I'm having problems with a cough or breathing, you're not going to treat me with kid gloves and say, well, you know, maybe we should, uh, oh, and by the way, maybe cut down on smoking. You're going to tell me, hey, stop smoking. That's bad for you. Like, why is this not being taken? And I feel like it's serious. Like yeah. smoking is serious. You shouldn't smoke. Smoking's awful for you. I mean, if you have a couple extra pounds, it's not going to be that detrimental, but if it right. is a serious thing that it is, you know, fucking with your health, why is that not being treated with the same severity? Why is there this like tenderness around it? Well, but, like why, but why isn't it treat? It should be treated then as a disease, right? Because there's like, because right, right. it is, because it is so serious. But like, well, you know, uh, you have this knee issue and, you know, maybe it's because of your couple extra pounds. Like, why not just, why, why is it not just cut to the root of the problem? Because I don't know, because like people don't listen then, like people, you know, people shut down because as much as it is like, as much as it is a, a disease, it's also, it's, it's the disease that you can see, right? So I think people are just more sensitive uh, sensitive about it and I think a lot of times like there is that there's kind of like a communication barrier there right like how to how to communicate some of that information but I think you know, I think like the whole conversation continues to change um but it's like something I learned something I learned this week is like that there is there are like new treatment options too so it's not all about, uh, and it's also not all about like, okay, like eat less and move more because like your body does, your body has changed when you're obese and like different hunger signals are changing and things like that. Um, so like there, there is like medical treatment available, but like, why don't you ever hear about that? Right. Like, have yeah, you you know what? There's, there, so I feel like there's another aspect of that too by the time we're treating obesity, aren't we already too far gone? Like, why aren't we addressing it before we're there? Like maybe we should like be screening kids for it too. Cause there is that genetic component. That's yep. uh, yeah. apparently so, I mean, pretty strong. Just like a regular, like, you know, you start out being a little overweight, then a little over, then, you know, <laughs> a little bit more than that. I mean, I feel like by the time we're really addressing it, the person, not that they're too far gone, but we could have helped them sooner. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great point too. And there are a lot of factors at play there, but I just, but that's what I, mean. I feel like we're not giving it the severity that it deserves. Like, again, if, if I went to the doctor because I had a cough and I was smoking, they wouldn't beat around the bush. They would tell me, Hey dummy, you need to quit smoking. That's it. But, but I, I, th I think also where uh, listen, I'm, I'm not like, Oh, everything sucks here. Like, listen, I've, great healthcare and, you know, whatever, I can't complain, but I think like overall how like the American healthcare system kind of fails is we're not really big on preventative medicine, right? No, like we're, not, we're not big on that. And we're not, I don't think we're really big on um, until now, right? Like there's been a, a lot more initiatives in the workplace and wellness initiatives and things like that, which are really cool. But uh, like, is there any kind of like precautionary lifestyle intervention as part no, of your health care? Like what it's, and, and that's where we're, I think that's where we're failing. But I don't know that. So, and this might be going off into a tangent, but I feel like with capitalism, the two don't get along, right? Like you can't have a work-life balance and be such a capitalist driven country where it's work, 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 grind, 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 go, 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 go. If you're not producing, you suck. Like there, there's almost no, there, there's no correlation. There's almost no overlap. 
it's either you're working and you're producing or you're lazy and you suck and everything else if you're taking time for yourself, right? Like, I mean, it's just coming online now that that's a thing where, like you said, that we're taking the time for wellness at work and everything. But it's literally been, I would say, what, within the last five years? And and also, how much do you think, how much of that do you think is just sort of, I don't know if I want to say smoke and mirrors, but kind of like workplace virtue signaling. Like, oh, look what we're doing for our employees. Like, okay, did you put a gym here because you care about wellness? Or did you put a gym here so people don't have to leave this building and can just continually work here? Right. Right. So here's another example. So So when I used to work at Raymond James, there was a big thing about like the culture and work-life balance and everything. And that was true for the corporate office. Like I I went to the corporate office down in Tampa quite a few times. And when you were down there, you know, you could, you could schedule a massage, you could take a cooking class, you could take a yoga class. There was so much available down there that you actually could do. I mean, yeah, you had to take like a lunch break or stay after work or whatever to do it, but it was available. But I worked in Princeton. There was nobody coming up to give me a massage at my desk in Princeton. There was nobody teaching me a yoga class in Princeton. So it's, it is, it's, it's a lot of virtue signaling. It's so the company can say, look at all this great stuff we have to offer. But if you're literally anywhere else, but that campus, you're not getting shit. Well, and if you're in Tampa, you're probably also dipping out to like the grimiest strip clubs known to man on your lunch hour too. Well, hundred percent. Right. So there's, so there's that. Um, and, and, but if, if you want to take that juxtaposition between work-life balance and like the system in general, right? Like our system probably works better when people need pharmaceutical intervention, right? Like that's part of capitalism. Like you're, 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 you are sick with something and we have what you need. Not to say that people shouldn't have that treatment as an option because we're already in that place, but yeah, you make some great points, just feeds all in there. So you know what, Dave? Happy World Obesity Day, though. Happy World Obesity Day. To you and yours. I'm going to take another, I'm going to take another spin. That what a really fun. sounds real. Ooh. Now, and now, Dave, what are what are your boys doing for the summer? Are they going to camp yet? Um, no, not yet. We don't have anything planned quite yet. So, what, you? what are the summer plans so far? Well, we're probably going to do a couple of weeks of a, a science camp. That's oh, kind see, of like that's a, a thing for her. But have you heard sh- talking about Camp Biden? Maybe. Camp Biden, that's right. Uncle Joey's got a summer camp going and he just opened it, right? I got the sucker tash. Come take a seat, little lady. I can just hear him. I could just hear him in the mess room now. I, I see, I picture Biden sitting. Yeah. So I so let's catch everybody up first. So Joe Biden decided it would be a great idea because migration has picked up a little bit since he became president. And I do mean a little bit. Migration's picked up a little bit. There have been unaccompanied minors that have crossed the border. And as part of American policy, we, we don't separate them from their parents anymore. But if there are unaccompanied minors, we keep them separately from, you know, all the grown men and women. That sounds that sounds fair, right? Right. But we're holding them in the same detention camp as the Trump cages were in, which Obama originally opened. We have to be fair. So Biden reopened it and now Biden's keeping kids in the same cages as Trump. So basically the same exact conditions. So apparently yes and no. So yes, but Biden's Biden's team and the administration's putting this spin on and now there's arts and crafts and there's like basket weaving and all sorts of bullshit that they offer there. But yeah, it's still a detention camp. The kids still aren't just put with it. This, This is an easy solution to fix. The kids come across, they're looking for family members, most of them. What's the number to the people? Okay, we're going to call and they'll come down in and out in like, what, a week, two days? But instead, we keep them there and they're there for an average of 100 days. Why? That doesn't make any sense. None. And Biden, just as bad as Trump. And this story has been like non-existent in the media. No. What, besides Succotash, though, what do you think he's serving at Camp Biden? 
Uh, I, I would think Biden, see, you would think he'd have like a soft serve ice cream machine, right? Definitely. Come on down, Donkey Joes! <laughs> like, well, I can maybe- see like Biden just like sitting at one of the tables, just like with his aviators on. Oh, d- definitely. Cream. He's, he's like really a strong advocate for like the clean plate club. He's like, oh, finish that up now. They're starving hey, kids in Mexico. Oh, shit. Oh, I mean to say that. Biden would be asking. <laughs> <laughs> Biden would be asking the kids if they're going to eat that, and then he'd take their ice cream. <laughs> you can save, save some for Uncle Joe. <laughs> I I can see it all. I could see it all unfolding. Um, but but yeah. you know what else I want to know that kind of falls into this a little bit. You know what else the media doesn't cover a damn bit anymore. Whatever happened to those five hundred kids? That the U.S. government lost. <laughs> Not a fucking word. Not a word. With all this human trafficking that I hear about, all this pedophilia that I hear about, the Trump administration lost 500 kids. Nobody knows. Nobody says a word. Maybe they're in those cabinets from Wayfair. That makes sense. I think that's all coming. I think that's all coming together. That I think they're being. Sense. I think they're being shipped in the cabinets. But how how did everybody just let this go? Like everybody on on like on every side. Like it's not mentioned every and not mentioned anywhere. And when everybody's quiet, that's when you need to think what the hell's going on. That's when you have like an Epstein kind of a thing, right? That's no. That's that's but my point. That's exactly yes, right. So when both sides are involved, they just want to go away. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to shine a light on it. There's going to be some investigative journalist that winds up dead some at some point. Yeah, someone's what this is pointing to is is someone ending up dead shortly. But how has everybody forgot it? Like the right, especially, kick and scream about pedophilia and about these kids. And number one, they're locking kids up in cages, so you think they'd be against that. Number two, five hundred of them just went missing. Not one alarm, but. But at Camp Joe, they have the basket weaving now. Well, Camp Joe's different. So, I mean, at least there's, at least there's that. About those other 500 kids, I sounds like something's not only up and up on either side. The policy of just like reuniting families. I, I don't understand why that's right. not. You mean compassion and shit? What are you talking about? Well, you know what? Well, so my thinking is humanity. So I don't. This migrant kid comes over and says, "Oh, my dad is so and so who's living in Arizona." Now they know this guy's illegal, so now they're going to go pick him up too and fucking deport him. Right. So I, they just need to, they need to get rid of the whole system. I mean, there needs to be amnesty. They need to get rid of ICE, and there needs to be amnesty. Anybody who bitch pisses and moans, what did you do to be? I didn't do a damn thing to become an American citizen. And neither did anybody else. So right. shut the fuck that's up. A, that's a great point. I, I'm tired of hearing it. You did nothing to be a citizen. These people want to come here and work and pay taxes to pay for your disability. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Why don't you go volunteer at Camp Joe? I'm going to go volunteer. I'm going to go. You know what? I think, that, I, I think some of these folks should volunteer at Camp Joe. Go get a little... Get a little um, perspective. Jeez, that's so much, so much to ask. Um, so we have we have three more wheel subjects. Are you ready for a spin? Ready. I'm loving the wheel today. This is I a love strong. It. This is a really, really strong wheel. Because 2021 has been so giving. Oh, speaking speaking of giving, so. As you probably know, apparently Tiger Woods was in mm. a terrible car crash. And mm. the reports are that it was, quote unquote, purely an accident. So, of course, um, some journalists are saying, I'm not buying it. Like, this is bullshit. He's, you know, been out driving around drunk or on drugs before or whatever. So we wish him a speedy recovery, obviously. That's too bad. Like the one time Tiger's doing something on the up and up, he's just trying to get to, I think it was like a charity golf event, right? I think so with, um, with some other pro athletes and celebrities and things yeah, like that. Like Wayne Wade. Yeah. Or like a commercial or something. Yeah. He was trying to do something good. So uh, and whether the one time it's on the up and up, 
which which we're not, we're never going to find out for sure. It could be, maybe it wasn't, whatever. But what's what's your like? Usually, he's dependable for you know some some other slip ups, right? That's Tiger's been a fan. Just been kind of his thing. So what's like what's like your favorite Tiger Woods moment since his absolutely catastrophic divorce back in whatever that was, like twenty ten or so, twenty eleven. Oh, that that was such a great one, right? Because you found out oh Tiger was cheating on his wife with like nine hundred women. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally like 900 but then a few and like human stars and like strippers and everybody every, like like everybody like if you're gonna do it do it that big yeah he um i don't know how she didn't know <laughs> and yeah. i don't know how tiger kept them all straight and i don't know how tiger got out of the house that goddamn much right now do you remember when do you remember when his like nude photos were leaked? Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think that was like I think that was like 2017. Yeah, that was recent. I but like was- so after he got divorced, wasn't there like the thing where he was trying to drive away and his wife was running after him with golf clubs and shit? Yeah, it was amazing. That it was, was such a one of the best stories ever. That was such a that was such a golden era. So I, he's been a little too quiet for my liking lately. Yeah, I miss I miss Tiger's kind of like Britney Spears, didn't he? Yeah, he's kind of and he's he's due to like take too many Ambien and like not hurt anyone, but just like wake up and take a full length nude and like post it somewhere. He's due. He's overdue. He's due. He's, he's overdue. He's at the hospital, right? That's. <laughs> he's got to have them like on a, on a schedule, right? Right. Yeah. He's got to have them coming and going. I, on the hour. Well, that was a bit. So he went into like sex therapy, right? Yes. Did you go into like sex addiction therapy? Yeah. He was like a sex addict, which I, is that really a thing? Is that really, is that really a thing? Or is that just like what some men say after they get caught with? That's exactly right. Oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> We're all sexist. I have a I have like, a problem. How did he get out of the house? Like, was he like, I'm gonna go take out the trash and like disappeared for an hour and went and fucked a stripper and then came back and it was like, ah, oh, I gotta run to the grocery store uh, and then fuck some. <laughs> how did he get? Out of that? Yeah, who gets out? The, you know, she like had to be. Just kind of looking the other way, right? That's what I thought, but then she went ballistic when he finally came out with it. So I don't know. Maybe she didn't know like how far she was turning her head, right? Like, because, oh, well, that's a good point too, right? It's you not know, like one chick. No, that's right. Like how how far into the sand are you burying your head that you didn't catch one of these nine hundred women with? I mean, how do you not catch your women that many? I call it a behavior. He went to a place for behavioral health and addiction services oh, in 2010. Good. Yeah. Good for him. I, I really want to know, is sex addiction an actual thing? Like, aren't we all like, who isn't? I, I mean, to, to the point where you like, what do you do there? I don't know. Yeah. Like, how, go, how, like, what do they do for you? I, I don't know. Um, like, does he jerk off every, I, I don't is, know. Okay, so in in 2010, an expert talking about this story, a certified sex therapist said that the disorder, whatever one calls it, is not listed currently in the American Psychiatric Disorders Current Diagnostic mm-hmm. Manual. Okay, mm-hmm. so so there's that, but it deserves treatment. Wasn't he into like kinky shit too? And that I don't that I don't know. I think maybe that was his shit too i can't remember exactly what but i remember like some of the chicks being like weirded out by some of his requests are you getting him confused with oscar de la hoya wasn't that around the same time oh my god that's right oscar was right around then too that's right that's right we we are so we are so overdue for something like that i was gonna say we need something to drop we deserve something like that the only like sex scandals that drop now are like depressing ones with like pedophilia and jeffrey epstein can we get like a fun old school like sex scandal 
yeah, come on, come on, Tiger, get better and go do some freaky shit. Like I, I want like a Charlie Sheen level sex game. Yes, that's what I want. I right miss up Charlie. And, right Where's up until Charlie? the point where he where he had AIDS. I know HIV. I mean, that was like a, that was kind of a bummer. But up until that point, yeah. But no, that's the level I want. Yeah, I want tiger good. blood and tiger blood. blood and all that. Like, oh, God, I miss you, Charlie. Give me, give me something good. But um, speaking of pedophiles, since we only have two categories left on the wheel, um, one of the other gymnastics coaches involved in the big scandal what is this like now five years ago when everyone came forward and oh michigan that, state yeah so that larry was it larry nasser larry nasser yeah 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 um so this guy john Gettert has committed suicide this is after that's what an innocent man would do right of course that's after he was being charged with human trafficking and sex assault um what is like a physical trait that you think all um, sex offenders kind of, not, not all of them, but a lot of them have in common. Like if you were to paint a creepy pedophile who works with children, like what do you think are some of the signs you'd look out for? Yeah. So I think uh, like anybody who works with kids, you almost have to give a second look too, but yes. they all kind of look like Nasser, right? They're all like these kind of like weakly built men, <laughs> Kind of shorter, kind of uh, like sunken in face kind of look. Like they all have a similar look. Thin lips. Yeah, very much so. Like this guy has kind of like a reptilian kind of a thing happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly like that. I would also look out for necklaces on men. Like necklaces, (laughs) like necklaces. I'm not talking about Governor Cuomo's gold chain because that's very masculine and nothing to do with pedophilia. That's just, you know, straight up sexual harassment. I'm talking about. Well, I I can hear Cuomo right now saying, you think I'm a homo? (laughs) That's exactly what he would say. (laughs) I never fucking touch a kid. What did you try to say? But you know, like like those, like kind of like chokery type necklaces. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, so, so there's two kinds of men that. Well, I guess three. I guess you could be a normal guy that wears jewelry. Although I'm still going to keep my eye on you. But yeah, there's either like the pedophile types that wear like um, like jade and aquamarine and stuff like that, and then there's like yes. the Italians that just wear, you know, they're, they're their own thing. They wear the gold. All right. And and then I guess you have that other subset, and I'm not saying it's right, but they're like maybe they're on a surfboard, right? Yeah, no, but and and they're kind of like the part where it's like, okay, I'm keeping my eye on you, but okay. Yeah, I, I think maybe it's not as suspect. So, where you know, listen, I would say rest in peace, but why should this man rest in peace? I hope he just. I mean hope there's no peace at all if there's any kind of an afterlife for this man so speaking of expressions like we were covering last week why why can't you speak ill of the dead if they were pieces of shit in real life well, we should absolutely be able to speak yeah. ill of the dead right fuck rush limbaugh fuck this guy yeah good riddance john Gittert. that's Although, nice. you know what it's surprising more people don't off themselves like how cocky are you that you think you're going to get off? Like, did Larry Nasser think he was going to get off? Did he, is, did he kill himself yet? No, he's still in jail. But like, if, if I were them, I would kill myself. I mean, no two ways about it. Right. I mean, you're, you're going to jail for life. You're going to be a target in jail. Like, what? <laughs> just kill I, yourself. I think especially if it's, um, especially if it's something involving kids, like, you know, they're just waiting for your ass. Literally. You're 100% a target as you should be. Definitely. So why wouldn't you kill yourself? Like it, it's stunning to me that you wouldn't kill yourself. Yeah, may, or maybe, maybe you're into anal rape. Maybe, maybe that's right? the king. Like, maybe oh, you're finally. like finally, exactly, like basking finally. in it, bleeding every day. I, I mean, maybe that's yeah. what you were looking. For. Exactly, maybe you were looking forward to that. You know what, Dave? We're just making so much sense out of that's everything. I connecting think connecting the dots. Doing. It's what we do here. Um, but I, I want to end this evening. I'm going to shine the spotlight on you as only you can. I would love for you to 
cover some of your favorite recent Trump highlights, because just as we were hoping, he's not going anywhere. And speaking of killing yourself before you go to jail, um, (laughs) (laughs) unless hold on. So, so Donald Trump's tax records have been given over to the Southern district of New York, who has been taking their sweet ass time. Like I honestly thought they were going to move in right after Biden was sworn in. I I didn't think it was going to take a week. And here we are, what going on two months out and nothing like they're just getting his tax returns. Like, do they really have nothing on him? I like, can't I, imagine I, I that's can't the case. No, no. I, I, I'm starting to get nervous. I'm starting to think they have nothing. Like if they're waiting this long and everything's hinging on a tax return, like a tax return is not going to be like itemized, like gave money to Russia, paid off porn star. Like it's not. <laughs> like, like, Maybe it is. Imagine it was though. Oh God. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> on like a, on like a Trump Plaza, um, like hotel, you know what I'm talking about? Like those little notepads they leave next yeah. to the phone. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's all like in there, like all stapled together. Yeah. He's like, but, oh, let me itemize this real quick. Sorry. <laughs> I have to think like they, like they have to be hinging a lot on the tax returns or else they would have picked them up. But that's what I've kind of been thinking was going to happen all along. Like, I, I don't think they're going to get him for anything sexy. I think they're going to get him for like tax evasion. It's going to be like a, a Al Capone thing where they, they never got Capone for murder or racketeering or anything like that. They got him on not paying taxes. I think that's what they're finally going to get Trump on. But well, that's it, rather boring. Yeah. And I, I think that's right too. And I think he'll only do like a couple of years, but Michael Cohen kind of shined a little bit of a light on this when he was getting shipped off to jail where he said Trump would manipulate the property values in order to pay less taxes. And he would manipulate a few things so he didn't have to, you know, pay taxes more or less. So I'm thinking that's what they're finally going to nail him on. And it might just be a slap on the wrist. Like you said, not sexy and not very exciting. No, but hopefully it'll get like, if it, if that locks him up for a couple of years, that would be splendid because at least then he wouldn't be able to run in 2024. But wouldn't he take a couple of years and probably like talk that down, negotiate that down? <sighs> you had to, you'd have to think like his luck would run out. Like you have to think like a lawyer would finally be like, I'm not touching that. Like he can't even, he couldn't even get a lawyer to fucking like stand up there for him for impeachment. Like if he was actually up there for impeachment with people who I were interested in hearing facts, those lawyers wouldn't have saved him at all. Like nobody wanted to work with him. But it really, does it seem like his, does it seem like his luck ever runs out really? Oh, it never like, does. So I, I just, I can't see why would it happen now? I, I don't know. That, it, it's such a two tier justice system. Like, can you imagine any just regular guy getting away with any of that? No. Like he's had a horseshoe up his ass for the last 70 years. I'll give him that. This is really sad. But speaking of, so we have, he's going to be speaking at CPAC. And I've, I've heard that there's already like a loose idea of what he's going to say, because it's always a loose idea because he doesn't even know what the fuck he's going to say. But he apparently is going to tell the party that this is his party and he is the de facto nominee for 2024. Apparently he doesn't even want anybody else to go against him in the whole primary process. Whoa, how do you think that's going to go over? This is what, I, so like I talked about last week, like this is what surprises me about the Republican Party. They always look so far ahead. They play the long game. There's so many, there's, like I said, there's a handful that you know want to run for president. Why would they let him steamroll them for another four years, maybe eight years? I guess. Like I'm shocked that they're allowing this. Yeah, what Biden can close these holes right now. Here's all Biden has to do. And I'm shocked he hasn't done it yet because this seems pretty fucking easy to me. So here's all you do. You make it a law right now that you have to disclose 10 years of your federal tax returns. 10 years. Mandatory. If you don't disclose it, you can't run for president, period. I don't know why you can't make that a law. That seems reasonable. That seems fine. Why wouldn't you vote for that? Biden could put it up right now. He would at least get the 51 senators. It would pass. You could also do a thing where you have to divest all your assets. Trump wouldn't do that either. Therefore, there's two ways where you get rid of Trump right off the bat. 
And then while you're at it, you close the fucking loopholes on gerrymandering, voter suppression. You make mail-in ballots like across the land, like the lay of the land. That's how you do it. Like there's so many ways you can. It's phenomenal how much Biden's fucking up already. Yeah. How come he can't like, how come he can't figure that out? And you just ran through that in in 90 seconds on a, on a podcast. Why is it? I have no idea. uh, Someone give this man a a different job. Somebody pay me. I'm talking about you. Somebody pay me. Jesus Christ. Somebody, yes, somebody. To do like, so when Jimmy Carter ran for president, they made him sell off his fucking peanut farm because they were afraid like he would have, interest and make uh, decisions around his peanut farm and they were right? fucking hotels when the saudis and all sorts of like foreign consulates were staying in his hotels giving him money like get the fuck out of here how, how do how didn't we make this a thing my how times have changed amazing right? amazing that's but these are the really easy thing. Like four steps that's all you have to do the house will pass it all you have to do is get all the Democratic senators on board, and you will, plus Kamala Harris, and it's done. Like, it's the easiest thing, and you get rid of Trump without getting rid of Trump. Like, he'll never run if he has to divest himself from his assets. He'll never run if he has to release his taxes. And the fucking GOP can't win another goddamn election if they have the voter turnout through voter mail-ins that you did in this election. Now, do you think this will be figured out or do you think that Joe's just not going to have this moment of clarity? So it's not only Joe, it's everybody like nobody. I haven't heard anybody mention this. Like, where's where's AOC? Where's Congress? Where's anybody in the Senate? Where's Bernie? Where's anybody? It's almost like they want to. It's almost like they want to keep him around. It's strange, isn't it? Right. And I get it. If you're the media and you want to keep them around, your ratings suck. You want the attention. Biden's not doing shit for you. But but then like Biden, Biden gives you Camp Joe and they're not reporting on that either. So it's like a a lot of stuff is like not quite. Doesn't add up. Just really feels like nothing's adding up. And like I said, the Democrats could have a complete ball hold on all of this. So you do those things that I mentioned, plus you make Puerto Rico and D.C. states. That gives you another four senators and however many congressmen. You control everything. Why why would you not do it? Plus, you expand the Supreme Court. (laughs) What happened to that? Remember, Biden was talking about expanding the Supreme Court and everybody was going nuts. What the fuck happened with that? It's like none of it's happened. The Democrats, the Democrats just love shooting themselves in the face. And so he and will be. the progressives would be screaming about this. And I haven't heard any progressives screaming about it. Like, where the fuck is everybody? Like, you could make the Republicans almost a non-existent party. They're only 33% of the fucking voting base. You can I, absolutely crush them and you're choosing not to. And I feel like this isn't the first time we've been we've been doing food sex politics for more than a year now. Right. And like, this isn't the first time that you've made this point that it could be, it's like child's play almost like you lay it out so easily. For some reason, you would keep it. I, I don't understand why one, you would keep Trump around. If Mitch McConnell and the fucking right wing had a chance to expand Congress, expand the Supreme court, and completely change the way that you fucking allow someone to run for president, they would do it in a fucking heartbeat. But they know they yeah. can't because they can't expand it because they're a shrinking party. And we let them do it. And we let them fucking gerrymander. And we let them pass voter suppression laws like they did in PA and in Georgia. Like, who's in charge? There was always the big thing Trump said. Elections have consequences. And he was right. And that was 100% true. But it works the same way on our end. Elections have consequences, and we're sitting with our fucking thumbs in our ass. Doing nothing. Nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Stunning. Well, you know, Dave, I wanted to end things on a slightly more positive note, but let's be honest. This is the reality. Here we are. Obesity week. Camp Joe. Probably turning things back over to Trump. 
Do we celebrate Trump for obesity day? Like, is this is this a big thing for him? I would, let's, you know what, let's try to do a... Are you meal at McDonald's cheaper or anything? We should try and do a a calculation on his BMI and see if he falls in there. Um, How strong is his fucking heart? And I also, (laughs) I just want to remind everybody that it's, it's not okay to fat shame, but when we're talking about some of the people we talk about on food sex politics, it's not just okay, it's... Welcome. Welcome. It's warranted and you should partake. If you like what you hear here with Dave and I, why don't you go and subscribe, drop a rating, drop a comment. Even better, bring some of your friends into the fold of the fun. That's Food Sex Politics. Until next week, stay safe, wear red, wear a condom. Mm. See you next week. Mwah.